0: Hi, I'm Rosie Acosta. I'm a meditation teacher, speaker, and author of You Are Radically Loved, a healing journey to self-love. Look, I grew up in East Los Angeles during the 92 LA riots and it set me on a troubled path. I didn't grow up with mentors in my life, so I turned to reading as many books as I possibly could to learn about the purpose of life. In my journey, I found that having these conversations gave me life and I decided I wanted to create a place where I could share these conversations with my community. So come have a sit with me as we learn about, well, everything. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Radically Loved podcast. We are joined by a very special guest. You know, Gabby, again, I should have updated you in the beginning, but you were probably one of like the biggest interviews we did when we first started the podcast. And I'm just like, oh my God, Gabby's literally the real deal showing up for these tiny little podcasts. And now we've got like millions of downloads and we've got this huge community. So thank you so much for being one of the first believers in the Radically Loved Podcast.
1: Thank you for having me as one of your first guests. How cool is that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. So I recently read your latest book, Happy Days. And I have to say as, well, okay. So I'll start a little bit. By giving some context to reading this book, I always felt very afraid of reading books that talked about trauma because I always had that fear of, like, oh God, like I'm scared. I don't want to go into a place where I've done so much work trying to get out of that I don't want to go back to certain memories and think about certain things. So I've always been very apprehensive to read books that had to do with anxiety or trauma. But I felt that because these are topics that you've talked about in the past, not at the level that you did in Happy Days, but you have talked about different tools to dealing with anxiety. I mean, even in Judgment Detox, I remember there was many tools with learning how to deal with that inner voice and may cause miracles. I know that for me, that was hugely transformational as well. So I say that because when I started the book, I was a little bit feeling your anxiety. I'm like, okay, like she's really going for it. Like the minute I started, I was like, okay. And by the way, I listened and I had the actual book. So I read. I love along. when people
1: do that. That's awesome. Good.
0: Isn't it such a good in integrating this book in particular? Yeah, yes. so
1: This book in particular. Yeah.
0: So I have to say that I felt so held Mm. as you took me through this process. Like the best way I could describe it, I was just talking to one of my friends about it because I was telling her that I was going to talk to you. I'm like, it felt like I was on the sand and I see these big waves, but it's like I start to walk towards the shore and the water is just, gently touching my toes. Wow. So that wow. was my Wow. That was my experience. Can you leave that review on Amazon? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, especially, right? It's like
1: gorgeous. It's so first of all, with well, the moment that you just said that you felt held is really moving to me because my intention for this book is to help the reader know they're not alone. And then to help them know that I'm holding their hand, guiding them on the path to profound freedom and inner peace from trauma. And so I want the reader to feel held. And
0: you said that. Thank you. Oh, good. Yeah. No, I definitely felt that. I'm curious with this topic, doing all of these interviews, how, what's it been like for you to have to rehash some of the some of the incidents that happened to you during this this process well
1: i put it all out there in the book i wouldn't have been able to if i hadn't been safe enough in my own recovery to do so this is a book about my trauma recovery so i had to really be re- in a place of recovery in a seat yeah. of recovery to be able to write about it let alone talk about it so I'm not triggered by it. I'm not in shame around it. Mm-hmm. There's definitely remnants of shame when you speak about sexual abuse, different than, you know, it was always much easier for me to be like, I'm a cocaine addict, a recovering cocaine addict, right? Yeah. To be like, I was sexually abused, much different. But well, everybody has their own stigmas and shame. But the whole book is about giving voice and speaking the unspeakable. So I wasn't going to be able to do that unless I was safe enough to do it. So so that safety and that groundedness and all the work that I did that I write about in the book to get to this place holds me up right now in the conversation. But of course, even before the book came out, I was having dreams of you know, like three weeks before the book came out, I was having like panic dreams of like people are gonna, you know, not want to know me anymore, and my friends were like shunning me, and I was being exiled. And there's just a lot of because when you give when you give voice to the secrets mm-hmm. that we keep hidden for so long is really scary at first. It can be yeah. really scary.
0: Yeah. I know that a lot of work in recovery, I spent a lot of time in AA rooms with my dad on and off going into recovery and coming out of recovery for alcoholism but it always felt like such a safe place for me because I had been in and out of those rooms since I was a little girl. One of the things that I love about recovery, and, and it's something that you've spoken about quite often, is the idea of being honest, being able to speak your truth and voice that out. Can you tell us a little bit of about why it's so important for us to give those parts of us voice? Well, I love
1: that you referred to it as parts of us because that's actually what I write about in the book is some beautiful trauma-based therapies and one of which is internal family systems therapy, which helps us see ourselves as many parts. And so there's parts that want to hide and there's parts that want to push down any of those impermissible feelings. And then there's places like 12-step meetings or conversations like this or reading a book like Happy Days where your parts are given permission to speak their truth. Mm -hmm. And so the parts of us that work so hard to push down and numb out and anesthetize our pain, when we enter a safe place, a therapy session, a book like this, a conversation like today, a 12-step meeting, we are given a sense of safety to open up about the parts of us that have been exiled for so long. And in that genuine, authentic, vulnerable expression of our truth, we become more and more free. Mm -hmm. But we can't... It's a slow and steady process Mm -hmm. to face into the truth of our suffering because it's terrifying to our nervous system. It's terrifying to the exiled parts of us that have been hiding for so long. So we have to go slow. And that's why this book is so gentle. Yes. It's big shit, but it's gentle. And that's why you felt like you were guided and led by, and held, held, wow. That was a huge intention because when you talk about trauma, it's this thing as a speaker, I like to kind of, put it out there as like, you go first as the speaker. You know, you, you, you say it first and everybody else like, oh, me too, me too, me too, me too. <laughs> and so particularly with trauma, I mean, yeah. it's like everyone in the room and, and anyone that's coming to see a live talk with the motivational yeah. speakers, like got something that they want to face. And so you go first, but in that it comes a lot of responsibility. You have to be ready to hold the space for folks. You have to be you have to be grounded enough in your own recovery to be able to not activate yourself, let alone activate the audience or the reader. And when I was writing this book, I wrote it with this big level of responsibility for my reader to take care of my reader so that he or she could read this book and not feel super triggered or activated. All along the way, I say, if this is too much, do you skip ahead or go back to that chapter on the body meditations or whatever it is to take care of the reader and to really let them feel safe so that they can go further because safety is the operative word here. The second that you feel unsafe, then you get reactivated into old trauma responses. So even just talking about it can make you feel unsafe and therefore holding your hand, helping you feel held was a huge intention. And I'm just so grateful that that was your experience.
0: Yeah, no, it was so... The way that each step for me, I could feel where you were leading us, right? Like I could feel I'm like, okay, I'm, there's going to be a point where there's going to be some questions I need to answer, some inquiry. I need to sit and meditate. I need to go into this process. And I loved the invitation to skip ahead. I love that invitation to take a pause. And I will say the, and I kept giving myself the permission. It's like, okay, she told me I could right. skip ahead. I don't need to right. do this practice. I don't need to do the tapping right now. I, I can do it later, but I felt so comfortable and I felt so open. And so it really just felt very gentle. It didn't feel aggressive where I've read other books on anxiety specifically where it's like, okay, list all of your trauma. And I'm just like, okay, wait, what? We just started. We're literally in the first chapter. I'm like, can I get a little bit of lube before we go there? (laughs) Like, can I get just a little bit of context? So that was definitely not my experience. And I, I really do love how even in your process, you're talking about how you needed to give yourself the space to deal with the trauma that was coming up with the anxiety that was coming up for you. And I think that's the key component that is the most helpful is like having the permission to, in that instance, when you're giving the talk and you start to just talk about it in this very public forum, and then you talk about getting in the car with your husband and you have this experience. I'm like, oh my goodness, like that, you felt so, this is your, your, zone of genius, right? You are a speaker. This is your medium of communication and of connection. So this is where you felt the surge of share. And of course, the people that related to it were like, yes, like you were saying, me too, me too. Like, yes, thank you for saying it. Thank you for saying it. And there is that process of, okay, now you saw me but maybe my process is not I have to go stand on a stage now and go talk about it, right? Maybe my mm. process is I need the permission to really sit with this experience and write about it and really meditate on it and really go back and reread something or do a practice. I mean, I, I loved all of the practices in the book. The tapping specifically, I've done it before, especially having the trauma, PTSD background, you living through drive-by shooting, seeing somebody get shot and stabbed and just like all of the things. But I will say in the way that it was written in this book, Gabby, it was so attainable and it felt so sustainable where I've gone back and just listened to the practices. You know, anytime I've felt like I have an anxiety about returning this email, I'm like, okay, just relax mm-hmm. and go, you know, do this thing. Mm-hmm. So... I know mm-hmm. I was asking a question and then I kind of deviated, but beautiful. I feel like what would be your advice to people out there that with all the access we have now, people bringing up these topics of anxiety, PTSD, providing ways of going through it, that was actually the other thing that I felt like a lot of the times techniques are designed to placate an emotion. And this felt very much like holding my hand. Let's walk through this together. It's okay. We're going to get there. And it's a process. And I did not feel rushed, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, all the
1: methods that are the do them now methods in the book are designed to help the reader self-regulate and self-soothe. And see themselves and create a sense of inner safety and security. Because in order for the reader to even touch into slightly some of the truths that might be hidden or to read a chapter about shame or to contemplate going into a deeper therapeutic practice, they need to have the Wherewithal to really touch into this sense of inner safety, yes. and and so that was the emphasis in the self-help, spiritual, practical methods inside this book was okay. Here, here's a bunch of tools that you can use for creating safety in your system, and then that allows you to have a safer sense of of safety within, so that you could go deeper. And that was
0: very thoughtful in when I when I constructed this book. Yeah. You probably know that the human body is mostly water. What you probably don't know is that everything else in your body is 50% amino acids. These building blocks of life are essential for health and fitness. No matter how you like to move or whatever you like to do to stay fit, amino acids are essential. This is why Kian Aminos is my favorite fundamental supplement for fitness. I drink them every day for energy. I drink them before my run, sometimes after my run for recovery. Kian Aminos is backed by over 20 years of clinical research. It has the highest quality ingredients, no fillers or junk, and it undergoes rigorous quality testing, which is really important when you're trying to build a supplement that works. It tastes really delicious and it has all natural flavors. So if you want to naturally boost your energy, build lean muscle or enhance athletic recovery, you need to get Kion Aminos. And right now, all of our Radically Loved listeners can save 20% on monthly deliveries and 10% off on a one-time purchase. Just go to getkion.com forward slash radicallyloved. That's G-E-T-K-I-O-N dot com forward slash radically loved. So you too can get your fundamental supplement for fitness. Kian Aminos. The VIP award for this book launch season has to go to Factor. Factor makes it easy for me to eat clean 24-7 with fresh, never frozen prepared meals that are so delicious you wouldn't believe they're actually good for you. And not only did I enjoy them so much myself, but Tori is obsessed. So now we have to get two separate deliveries because I'm definitely not sharing mine. Factor has saved me so much time by delivering chef-crafted meals to my doorstep, eliminating the hassle of grocery shopping and meal prep, not to mention the cleanup so there's no dishes. So Tori and I don't actually have to argue about whose dish turn it is. Each Factor meal arrives pre-prepared and they're ready to eat in two minutes. That's even faster than ordering in. And with more than 29 meal options each week, I'm never bored. They know all my preferences already. They offer vegan and veggie meals, which is what we get. They have keto, they have low calorie options, cold pressed juices, smoothies. They even have plant-based bars that'll keep you energized throughout the day. So you can try Factor today. Head over to gofactor seventy-five dot com slash loved 120 and use the code loved 120 to get $120 off that's code loved 120 at go dot factor 75 dot com forward slash loved 120 to get $120 off your purchase with factor it's so easy to eat well and stay nourished and focused throughout the day Founded in 2009 by top scientists from acclaimed universities in the fields of aging, genetics, and biology, Inside Tracker is a truly personalized nutrition and performance system. And it's been the only system that I've used to help improve my metabolism. You'll get a daily action plan with personalized guidance on the right exercise, nutrition, and supplementation for your body. You can also add Inner Age 2.0 to any plan for a definitive calculation of your true biological age to see how you're aging from the inside out. And for a limited time, for all of our radically loved listeners, you can get 20% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Just go to insidetracker.com forward slash loved. That's insidetracker.com forward slash loved to get 20% off the entire Inside Tracker store. InsideTracker.com forward slash loved. Was there anything that you wish you would have? added more of or put things in or something that you could have taken out?
1: No, it's complete. It's total. There was a chapter that was taken out. I took an entire chapter out and I think I might read it on my podcast and like (gasps) reveal it, you know? Yeah. And one of my team members was like, don't take this out. It's one of the best chapters in the book. And the reason it was taken out is there's a lot of negative stories in the book. There's a lot of heaviness and it was almost like we were starting to turn the corner into the
0: light. And I was like, here's another heavy story. And so my
1: team yeah. was like, just take this fucking out, you know? I and mean, so
0: I, I get that, but I would say that to me, that's why this book was so different, you know? And, yeah, and it's I, not to me, telling the truth, man. Yeah. And it, you know? it's what resonated the most. I'm like, no, but this is life. Like life, I understand. This is real. Yeah. And I understand like the world of publishing. I understand that you want to leave people feeling good and hopeful. and, and this is a book I, about trauma and, yes. it, and, it, and it
1: is a book of hope and it is a book of, of solution. And there's spiritual connection all the way through prayers, meditations, grounding practices, but it's a book about trauma. So we're getting real here. And the bottom line is, is that if you want to heal and you want to feel free and you want to embody inner peace and freedom, then you got to do the work and you have to be brave enough to face the places that scare you so that you can come out the other side. And that's really the bottom line.
0: Yeah. Are things that scared you now the same as things that scared you 10 years ago? No, no. How are they different? a lot less scared
1: now. <laughs> yeah, I'm a lot less scared now. And I think 10 years ago, everything scared me. I was, a very, I was very unsafe in my presence, in my body, in my world, because I didn't know what I was running from. I didn't know why I was so agitated and had the tools, except for the spiritual foundation and the spiritual practices. And I felt like I was constantly going into my spiritual practice to really find that safety. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So
0: now I feel safe in my system. So I'm not scared. Yeah. Do you think that for people who have had these memories, and, and I know that, and I can't remember what the study was, but I did read something about how, you know, trauma can come up at different ages at different times, but it does seem like there is an uptick of trauma that comes up during, you know, our thirties, forties, any Life-changing 50s. moments. Yes.
1: yes. So- Typically, trauma can be reactivated or remembered when one is going to is family planning or about to birth, whether it's a man or a woman, right? About to have a baby, or um, big career changes, or getting married. All these big life events that often can shatter our control mechanisms. For me, I faced into my trauma at the exact time that. I had gotten married. My husband was leaving his 10-year job to run my business, to run our business. I was family planning. You know, all of the ways that I had stayed in control were being dismantled or yeah. challenged, I suppose. And so that was when I remembered my trauma. It was also at a time when I was safe enough to remember. And so sometimes our inner system knows, okay, now you're safe enough to go to this next level. But I will say that. When we're facing into things, it typically does come when there's big life life events that are happening in our life. Alternatively, what I did hear was a statistic from my therapist that the medium age for folks to remember a dissociated trauma is 50. What? I was 36, so I got lucky. I got it out soon. But 50, that's how buried these, these experiences really? can be.
0: Well, so do you think that it's because... I'm curious now because of your background and spiritual practice that maybe it's come up sooner because of that. Do you think that has anything to do with it?
1: Oh, yeah. So I asked my therapist, I said, why did I remember this now? And she said, because you've done so much spiritual work and so much therapy that you are safe enough in your system to remember this now.
0: Yeah. I love that. It's so interesting. I have a question from one of our listeners. She wants to know, how does someone who suffers from PTSD work in the world suffering from PTSD? Laura from Nashville.
1: I I got an answer. Okay, let's hear it. So um, Laura, I would love to send her a copy of Happy Days if you can get her address. I want to send a copy to her if she can write in to you and give you her address. Because this is... uh, it's literally like the answer often is just read the book. Like that's essentially like an annoying screwed up answer, but it's true. It's like, here's my handbook for you. The biggest thing I would recommend right now is to create moments throughout the day where you're checking in with your inner system and creating a place of safety for yourself. Because living with PTSD means you're living not in the present moment, dis- disembodied, almost like you've had your head chopped off, right? And you're, and you're walking around always feeling unsafe. So, number one, I want you to get the therapeutic practices and services that you need, maybe even psychiatric support if you need it, reading a book like Happy Days, getting on this journey ASAP. And there is total recovery available to you when you make that commitment. But in the meantime, there's a chapter in the book that has all these body-based practices for creating and soothing your nervous system. One in particular is a heart hold. So placing your hand on your heart and your other hand on your belly. Whichever hand you want on your heart, the right or the left, whatever feels best for you. And the other hand on your belly and breathing in and maybe closing your eyes and just really breathing in through your diaphragm and on the exhale, relaxing it. Breathing in and out, just whatever feels best for you in through your nose, out through your mouth or in through your mouth and out through your mouth, whatever feels best. That hold is a very grounding practice that can be done anywhere, anytime. It can be done when you're in a meeting. It can be done on a subway. It can be done-ish when you're driving if you put one hand on your heart. And so doing a hold like that sends a message to your nervous system that it's a moment to calm down. It's a moment to get to a place of safety. And simple practices like that are all throughout this book to really help the person suffering with unresolved trauma to begin to self-soothe while they're doing the deeper work with their therapist, okay, or with happy days or you know, whatever it might be,
0: ok. Thank you for that. I'll ask you one more question. I want to be respectful of the time. This is from Maria in Rancho Cucamonga. I'm like, is this my cousin? It might be, I don't know. I recently started a TikTok account where I discuss techniques to live with people who have PTSD and I'm getting a lot of haters in the comments. What would you recommend I do to deal with that? I
1: often think that we, well, first of all, the internet's just filled with haters. So, you know, Mm
0: -hmm. forgive and delete. What are you going to do? It's just like part- Forgive and delete.
1: But I would help her look at what's being activated for her. Mm. So if if the haters are activating you, it's typically a reflection of your own, I hate to use this word, but uncertainty around what it is that you're sharing. And what you're sharing is, absolutely important and necessary. TikTok is a place to talk about trauma, actually, surprisingly. When my social media manager called me and she's like, trauma is trending on TikTok. I was like, guess this is the time for this book to be out in the world. So, But it is. I mean, trauma is trending on TikTok. Yeah. So it's very valuable information that she's sharing. I would recommend that whatever she shares, she shares from a place of confidence. If there's something that she's questioning or she doesn't feel grounded in yet, don't share it. Even if you know it's if it, mm. if you know it's still not really grounded for you, don't share it because the universe will reflect back your likeness. So if, if you're getting resistance, it's only a reflection of your own inner resistance. And then a good percentage of it is just assholes on the internet. But if it's bothering you,
0: <laughs> I'm like that was my answer. Like, <laughs> but yes, thank you. This hey, is was on the internet.
1: But the truth is, is that if you face into what's being activated about this for you, that
0: means there's a little bit more to look at. Hmm. Okay. I love what you just said about being grounded in the information first, because I feel that whenever I've seen or experienced people come after other people, friends of mine, I found that that was always the case. It's like, why are you letting this bother you so much? Like, who cares? You, you're sharing your purpose. Like, people are always going to have an opinion. Like, you don't like everyone. Why would you think everyone's going to like you? Like, you know what I'm saying? It just, it's not for those people, you know? But I I feel like there's more to our own, desire for wanting to be liked, right? We want to be liked. We want people to support us and be on board with what we're doing. And and that's just not always going to be the case. I specifically think for this topic, because there's so many different variants of trauma, and I feel that they all need to be acknowledged and respected. And as somebody I guess as I have way more compassion and it just could be just the way I grew up or just, I'm just like a loving person, you know? I'm like, we just need to have compassion for people and understand that they're suffering as well. But at the same time, it's like, there's just people out there who are, their sole purpose is to just be negative to others. Well,
1: yeah, I think that the biggest thing is to witness that anyone who can sit around the internet trolling people is so unhappy. yes. So unhappy. You know, a contemporary, like an, an old contemporary of mine was like posted a screenshot of my comment. It was saying something like, you know, recovering from trauma is a spiritual practice. And and he wrote this whole thing about how I was spiritually bypassing. And I wrote in the comments, like, I'd love to send you a copy of Happy Days. <laughs> and he's like, I'm already reading it. And then I deleted it because, you know, it's like I just had to look at him and be like, bless you. You know, God bless you. You're obviously like super suffering to like call me out for after writing this like fucking amazing book on the real life human experience of recovery and then to be coming out and like judging it with, you know, and it's like, God bless you, man.
0: Yeah. I have to channel... My inner Gabby B sometimes because I'll tell you, man, like my I'm like, oh, definitely have to go back into that really loving place because I could get ratchet sometimes. You know what I mean? Like it's totally. just part of my nature.
1: Yeah. And it's it's our—that's a part you have. That's a protector part, baby. You know, you were a young woman that was arrested and had faced into a lot of fear, and you're going to have a major protector up. That's like yeah. you fuck with me, you fuck with death row. You know, like yeah, yeah. It's not. That's real. That's real. I had. I have it too. She's. She's just. More less extreme than she used to be.
0: Yeah. Oh, goals. Hashtag goals. Gabby, thank you so much for coming Mm. back to visit us and for I want to come back again. You're very oh my god, please. Yeah. We you're welcome here anytime. This is your community. We love you so much. And um, those of you listening to this or watching this, check out the description below or the info button wherever you get your podcast and all the links that Gabby and I discussed. Where to buy your book. Actually, what we're doing is we're going to give away 10 copies of Happy Days. So if you want a copy of the book, Radically Loved, we'll gift you a free copy of the book. So just tag us on Instagram stories or TikTok, wherever. Tag both myself and Gabby, and we will send you a book. So first 10 people whoever download this first, get it while you can. And don't forget that there's tons and tons of resources for those of you who have also suffered or are suffering with anxiety, PTSD, on Gabby's website, which we will link here. Listen to uh, Gabby's podcast, Dear Gabby. It's incredible. And we're so excited, again, to... Oh, I have one final qu- I literally almost left without asking you the final question. I'm so glad that I was doing my run through. Yeah. Because find- I'm curious if, if your answer is different from the first one. Well, whatever. Okay. It will be. The links. are. <laughs> she already said it will be. The links will all be there. I'll sign off with the final question to Gabby. And the reason why I created this podcast is because I wanted to create a place for people to go to, to get inspired, to feel supported. And we all have the divine right to feel and be radically loved by God's source, whatever higher power of your understanding, the universe works for us and not against us. So Gabby, the question to you is, how do you feel radically loved?
1: I feel radically loved through my connection to the self-energy of love within me. I can see myself. I can love myself. I have curiosity and compassion and connection to myself. So I feel it within. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. And thank you all for watching or for listening or both. We love you. And thank you so much for your support. We'll be back next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Radically Loved podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us on Facebook at Radically Loved Rosie, on Instagram at Rosie Acosta, and Twitter at Rosie Acosta. By the way, this is original music by DJ Taz Rashid. You can follow DJ Taz on Spotify and check out the best music for yoga and meditation. This has been a Mod Pod Studio production. Check them out at www.modpodstudio.com.